Jayhawk was in the lead last week of having the worst week possible of, of all of us. Uh, and then Tuesday happened and I just swooped in and just stomped the shit out of his lead. And, uh, I had the worst week possible out of all of us. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, my dad passed last week, um, on Tuesday and, uh, yeah, so it's been a interesting couple days. We went to wrestling on Friday, dragged Jayhawk with me so, uh, we could, you know, hang out and. Marcy was there. JB was there. We had a nice evening. And then Jayhawk, we decided to get Taco Bell on the way home. Oh, gee. Christ. And wasn't that a trip? That was probably the funniest Taco Bell experience I've ever had. And you were like so angry at some points. And I was just laughing because like it gets, it's just comical at, at, at that point. So we're going to, for those of us that know the area, we were going to the Taco Bell on Mahoney Avenue in Champion. It says Warren, but it's fucking Champion. And uh, we put our order in online, and we we pull around, and I'm like, I don't know, I think they're closed. And they came up, and they're they're open. I'm like, oh, okay, there's nobody there. And uh, say, oh, you know, we got some uh, online orders. And he's like, oh, well, it's going to take 15 minutes for us to even get them. So go ahead and pull up to the window and we'll get it taken care of. And then literally as soon as he says that, oh, they showed up. So then they're looking through it and they can't make my Mexican pizza because they're out of pizza shells. And then they're like, oh, well, wait, uh, oh, the whole thing's gone. So we can't, our screen isn't working. So we can't even uh, make your food. It's like, all right, Jared's like, fuck, he's going to have to have ramen. I'm just going to go home and eat fucking probably chips and salsa. I don't know. So we start to leave and we're past the the window. And as we're starting to go past, well, we're just past the window. And as we're doing that, they yell out the window, Hey, wait. So we back up to the window and the order popped up on their screen finally. So they were able to, to, to get us our food. And uh, I guess they've been having all kinds of technical issues with their thing. And like, they wouldn't even let us order like certain drinks it said like they were out of they only had like two sodas possible they did like we had to choose between like dr pepper and gatorade and like it was really it was all fucked up but they actually had baja blast so i was able to get baja blast and by and, the time they told us about the drink situation they'd already given me the dr pepper i ordered but i thought that what was there and i'm like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna mess with it now right yeah, Dr. Pepper's still good. I mean, yeah. I, if I if I had to choose, I probably, since they were out of Gatorade, I probably would have went with Dr. Pepper anyway. But so, yeah, and then they got us our food and uh, that was it. We we rolled out. So I was, uh, it was I was laughing. Jayhawk was like trying not to like throw fit. And like, so I was talking to the guy and I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, there's, there's no point in yelling at you about it. It's not anything that's your fault. And I was like, I, I worked eight years in customer service. Like, I don't yell at people anymore for stupid shit like that it's nobody's fault i wasn't, even, I wasn't mad at anybody in the situation but i had a bad day anyway and i'm like yeah. i really didn't want to go to taco bell i really can't afford to spend the money but <laughs> i knew all there was at home was ramen and i like i had ramen for lunch because like, oh, pancakes. <laughs> yeah. like i i'm like let's, let's stop at taco bell and then we get there and it's like oh we can't make your food i'm just kind of going yeah, yeah just the whole situation was fucked up I was, that's why that's why i was pepped off and then and then they're like then they yell, hey wait and you you jammed on the brake and I was like Jesus Christ! <laughs> hey, at least you didn't pass out before you got your food. That's how my Friday ended. Oh really? It was a good time. 
what were the hot dog at the McConnick Temple that bad? Those were just to hold us over, okay? We just, you know, those were that wasn't a meal. That was a hot dog, an overpriced hot dog, but still a hot dog. Sure. Uh, well, that, that, I was going to do the same thing to like call a $5. Can they look like they've been on the roller in fucking two, Dad? Like, you know what? No, I'll wait. Look, we didn't think and we didn't eat at all. So um, just put that one in the dumb bitch corner. There's a lot of that corner. It's starting to get pretty full. It's 95% me. I mean, that song I mean, is pretty much just you at this point. I did science on my face today. I am the dumbest girl alive. It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's heading that way. Um, I also put some more holes in my body, which, by the way, onlyfans.com slash egirlfemboy, boy spelled B O I. Uh, there might be something on there related to that. So, yeah, that was a fun experience. Or if you want to see her scream and cry, uh, wait until uh, uh, the end of the month in July when I see her. And I will be flicking those piercings, and uh, you will get to hear her scream and cry. I will beat you up. Patreon.com forward slash IW guys. Rosie said I could, so clearly I'm able to beat you up. So Rosie's in charge of this entire situation. Okay. I'm just saying she confirmed that I can, in fact, kick your ass. I mean, I I I don't know. We'll see about that. I might have to put you in a headlock and uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, well, then I'll just have to start barking. Well, that, far, that far. was that that was in the uh, preview because, you know, I'm supposed to get canceled. You're going to bark and Jayhawk is going to leave the show. So I'm trying to figure out why I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how you getting canceled means I have to quit the show. Like we just fire <laughs> you and, and then move on. I have no idea. You've been with me this entire time. I don't I don't see you leaving me for getting canceled. You'd probably agree with what I'd say, so I'd be all right. Guilty by association. That just becomes yeah. my show. We already got rid of Jake. Oh, no, no, it'd be Jake show. I mean, apparently he's the heart and soul of the show. He he runs everything from but what I've been told. Is he even here though? No, he's, he's on vacation. He's you, he's he's on vacation eating candy somewhere, being fat. So how do you know? I just didn't have him say that, and I've already run him off. Uh, Love you, buddy. Because I I don't believe that. I don't, I, I wouldn't believe that. I'm making I hear, power moves. I hear Jay Gold went to see Willy Wonka. Come I'm going to get rid of it. I was like, he might be done. Uh, it's IWGP. I'm Butters. I'm Jay Oh, we talked over each other. We're stepping on each other's toes. I'm Marcy. Bark, bark. And I think you heard me say I'm Jayhawk, but if not, I'm Jayhawk. Well, what what's up with everybody else's weekend? What all what all did you guys do? Uh, well, I guess we kind of discussed all that, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, uh, we talk, uh, I talked not, about not completely. I talked about the science and the holes. So yeah, I'm good. science and holes. Marcy, we know what Marcy did. I didn't do anything else that weekend. I just went to wrestling, and, and then. I was- I relaxed and then I like my grandma had her like 85th birthday on Sunday. So I went over there for a little bit. Jayhawk, what did you do Sunday? Cause I think you had a really awesome Sunday. Yeah. I took my gun to Vergrecnafio. We watched the guardian and the brewer. Then like the recall to the end, ending recall of the game. And I come a little bit upset that the game went an extra inning because he was hot and wanted to go home. But I feel that. But tell us about the food, the food situation. Yeah, yeah. So I got the I got a thick pack of the discount drug mart club skeets. Now they're they're an expensive ticket, but they're good skeet. They're mid level and like the three hundred range, and all the food and non alcoholic beverages are included with your ticket. So they've got the standard the standard ballpark fare. They got the hot dog. They got the peak. Uh, they got the nacho. Uh, speaking of 
here my coming in to get a tug now. We, uh, apparently, I'm not allowed to record in peace. But uh, but then they also have, but they they also like some kind of pasta dish every every time. Like with manicotti yesterday, they had hamburgers. They had cheddar uh, cheddar jalapeno bratwurst. They had broccoli and garlic. They had barbecue chicken. They had a taco bar. Got up their salad bar. They keep the food going up until like the seventh inning, and then you can. The drinker up there pretty much the entire time. I think you can even have beer until the game's over up there. I don't even think they cut the beer snail off early like they do in the rest of the stadium. I'm not going to lie. Half the time I'm going for the food anymore rather than the games. Yeah, it sounds like uh, I need to go do that one time this season because I haven't been to a Guardians game since like the late 90s. And uh, all that food sounds really good. Yeah, take me with you, brothers. Yeah, maybe we'll do like an IW guide uh, day at the ballpark or something. Ooh. I don't know. That'd be fun. Too bad they're on the road at Pollution Weekend and we get well, I get Jay Gold involved with it. Well, so is Marcy. She's out camping in the woods doing weird stuff in the woods. Doing gay shit in the woods. Probably crime. She's probably Always. gonna she's probably gonna set fires because No, that's but... not the kind of crimes I do. <laughs> I'm not going to hurt the environments. <laughs> The name Pee Wee Herman ring a bell butter. Whoa. No, that's not even what I was thinking. I think she was <laughs> she was gonna set fires and and fight Smokey the Bear. She's so angry and wants to fight people. When did I want to fight someone? You threatened to fight me. Yeah, because when, you're gonna hurt me. That's the fact. don't when don't you want to fight someone? This is true. You literally play a game called Street Fighter daily. That's you know, that's true. I can't deny that, huh? I think I got you there. <laughs> File fucking command grab your ass till you die, bitch. <laughs> that that sounded very sexual, and I'm I'm afraid now. What's on this weekend? I will on the fight TV kind of thing. Uh, your Fight Plus membership is gonna get you the on-demand catalog and maybe a couple things that are pre-taped and up and running, but live content kind of lacking this weekend. Uh, Impact Wrestling got a doubleheader in Australia. Those are both pay-per-view. And their Future Wrestling Australia, that's also pay-per-view. And that's pretty much it. Hmm. At, least like, the, at least that they're advertising. You know how they are, though. They like they wait till the last seconds. There's, there's not even a GCW show listed here. I mean, it's, it's that thin. They run every weekend, I thought. It feels like they do, at least. Okay, there is a uh, Battleground Championship Wrestling show on fight that's also pay-per-view, $14.99, but I'm, I'm bringing it up for, for two reasons. Matt Cardona against Bully Ray, where the loser is forever banned from the 2300 arena, the old ECW arena. Can they both lose? I, I I don't know what happens in the event of a draw, but I got impossible. And a tag team match featuring the Rock and Roll Express and the Powers of Pain. We'll see if that match actually happens, but it's advertised. All right. Well, over on the IWTV side, other uh, two bigger shows for the week uh, is going to be, first of all, Friday, June 30th at 8 p.m. Eastern time. You tricked me because I thought I, you were going to say Saturday again. And then you're like, Friday. Oh, like Ace Ventura. Gotcha, bitch. Anyways, ICW No Holds Barred presents Pit Fighter 17. We're returning to the pit. Uh, we matches featured our tank versus Dr. Redacted, Adam Priest versus John Wayne Murdoch on Hoodfoot versus Bobby Beverly. Then on Tuesday, it's not a live show, but a premiere from C4 as they present their Fury show at 8 p.m. on Tuesday. In a steel cage war, it'll be 
Tabanaric, the team, Twiggy, and Benjamin Toll taking on Shane Hawk, Stu Grayson, Marcy Martin, and Junior Benito. In a steel cage match, Joshua Bishop will be taking on James Stone. And Kevin, for the C4 Championship, Kevin Blackwood will be defending against Brett Banks. And for the C4 Tag Team Championship, Violence is Forever will be versing Puff and Pretty Ricky Wildly. All right, uh, let's let's talk about the wrestling we went and saw over the weekend. The Weekly Review. Friday, the three of us were in Cleveland at the McConnick Temple, Temple Live, AIW, Bow Down, Jared Live on Fight Pluck, and I meant to rewatch the show, and I did not. So everything's going to be strictly from memory from the live experience. Shout out to driving up there without tickets and just slipping 40 bucks and getting in instead of paying shit at the box office and getting charged fees to pay cash for a ticket at the box office. The entire point of pay of waiting to buy tickets at the box office is to avoid the ticket master fee. Yeah, that's fucking wild, by the way. Fuck Temple Live and their bullshit. I this is they've they've they fucked around twice now and uh luckily I avoided all their bullshit this the second time but some of us weren't so lucky and uh you know that's that's unfortunate um I know that that's the only place in Cleveland right now but they are just really begging for us to to go elsewhere like I'm sorry but was the the cat piss smelling place really that fucking bad I feel like that place wasn't that bad compared to this fucking place the first time they were there when it didn't smell like cat piss, it was all right. Uh, but anyway, um, so we weren't in the asylum room because they were doing some construction and they drained the AC out of the fucking uh, coolers on that side of the building or whatever. So they put AIW in the big room that ECW ran back in the day. Um and it is a very, very big room. And from what we were told, AIW put 500 people in there and it was decent. I mean, there was still lots of space, but GA all had seating. Uh, you know, we had uh, some table seating that we, we scrounged up and we were some, VIPs. Yeah. You know, we did, we are sponsoring Absolution. So, I mean, we should be, we should be treated as such. Uh, and I will say, I think being in that bigger room actually helped the atmosphere of the particular show. I feel like it would have been too cramped for what they were doing in the oh, other room. And I thought it was just really, uh, it was a different experience. It was a different vibe. And the vibe was very good in that room, actually. So, oh yeah. I mean, as much as I hate the, uh, the Temple Live and their bullshit, uh, this room was actually pretty sweet. Uh, and I think AIW did a great job uh of filling it uh with everybody and making it look cool um from all the pictures i saw from every everything else it looked great are we our vantage point we were able to see everything beautifully um i did watch some of this back yeah they did a good job of covering up like because there was no lighting where the seats were so it wasn't noticeable at all okay cool that's i kind of figured they they'd be able to shoot it just right like aw knows what they're doing with that kind of stuff for the most part so yes i, I mean it's super kind of worried they had they didn't really have the time to promote that they're in a bigger room so like it's one of literally those like that six hours notice <laughs> they got moved like, to, to a room that fits you know triple what they normally so it is what it is but uh you know i i wasn't gonna go i was down in the dumps and uh 
I went to work Friday and towards the end of the day, Friday, I'm like, you know what? I think we need to go. I think that, you know, we need to go support AIW. They're moved to the bigger room. Um, so it'll probably won't be as cramped. I'll be able to sit with a GA ticket. Fuck it. Let's go. And, uh, grabbed Jayhawk and we went and, uh, I'm glad we did. It was, it was a very good time. The, the show overall was very, very good. Um, I, I think literally they announced they're in the bigger room and like five minutes later, I got a check from butter. What are you doing tonight? Well, it was pretty quick. So they set up lots of cool things for absolution. Um, still some interesting things that we don't know what's going to happen yet, but this show overall had a lot of fun stuff in it and uh, it flew by. It didn't feel like it took very long. I think the intermission was weird because we were all kind of sitting there watching Mikey get put on the uh, flat board and not going to intermission because he didn't call for intermission. Um, and then like listening to everybody heckle because, you know, we're all, um, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ackle? Uh, no, not assholes, but you know, we're all like jaded with that kind of stuff. Like we knew he wasn't really hurt. So yeah. So let's get into the match card. Jayhawk. What's up? All right, so we did have a pre-show match, and I have to assume that this match, because it was the pre-show, was not under the bow down Compton rule. Cam Hardway Holloway taking on Austin James, and I, I believe that wasn't no DQ like the rest of the Caribbean. They didn't do anything to teeth the rule. Austin James brought the bat, and I think it went to the back. I don't even think it stayed at ringside. And no, when I yeah. saw when I saw him later in the night, I told him you lost because you didn't use your bat at at the no rules show and you deserve to lose because of that <laughs> how do you take it he agreed he agreed he laughed and agreed so you know uh the, but the match was really fucking good yeah. i mean austin james and and uh big sam to have some great chemistry uh i watched austin james land a moonsault on his feet that i could never fucking do that's insane that's so fucking impressive yeah and uh big sam just taking that stiffy McGee name to the to heart and just fucking tearing shit up. So God, he's I think he's one of my favorite people to watch right now. At least as people like people that are up and coming. He's my favorite person to talk to and to watch at shows right now. He's he's great. I love him. And he used a sit out choke slam as as his finish, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, that was yeah. sick. Minute and 33 seconds. Cam Hardway Holloway getting in the win. We start the main show with Dominic Garini and the returning Matt Warner. It's so good to see Matt back. Yes, I was very happy. And I was very happy post-match, but we'll get there. Uh, so, you know, this is uh, Compton Rules, so we're going to have some craziness. We got some skewers into Manser's head, and then Manser picks them up off the mat later on, licked them clean, and then put them in Dominic Garini's ear, which is... Oh. Ooh, ooh. That was brutal, but so sick. Like not even a minute into the match, Manfred throw a chair directly at Dom Ked, poor Michelle in the front row, get killed right off the bat. Yep. And then Manser tried to use the axe and yeah. uh swung the axe at Dom and hit the ring post. Uh this was just uh an all around crazy little little brawl and Dom hitting hitting some crazy stuff throughout, and then the finish was whew. Shout out to Dom for rocking the slutty shoulder strap. <laughs> I don't understand how it's slutty. I don't understand this. Those that know, no. I think two right. years in a row, though, that somebody tried to do a murder at, at the show. We had Jocelyn try to suffocate Katie Arquette with a plastic bag last year. Deserved it. And this year, we got Man Corner trying to cut somebody's head off with a freaking axe. 
I don't think Dom deserved that one. That one no. didn't, didn't seem like he deserved it. But may, maybe we, maybe he did. Maybe he said something and deserved it. I don't know. Maybe he said something about Mancer's old lady. I don't know. We we destroyed what three chairs in the opening match? Three and a half, and they kept using those. Tried to keep using those chairs throughout the night, <laughs> and they just kept not working. Well, you, they already broke three chairs. They can't break any more. Duh. There's a cheap. Okay. Go. Yeah, so- Dominic Garini pinned Matt Warner with a muscle buster through four chairs. I think one of them was still intact at the end of it. After the match, Matt Warner asked for the microphone. He asked for a chair to sit in. They gave him like four before he finally fight what he can sit in. Then he goes, no, I'm not getting down anyway. So Steve <laughs> he guy stands was not when amused. he preaches. He stands when he preaches. Yeah, Steve Guy was not amused. I thought it was yeah. hilarious. And Matt Warner said, hey, Bill Alfonco got this little hardcore tournament thing on July 29th. I'm bettering. Yeah, I'm like, did- yes. He declared Let's himself for the Fonzie. Uh, fuck yes. Let's rock. Mancer in the Fonzie. Cannot fucking wait. I don't even know who will kick in it. I want a man corner Kaplan final. It doesn't fucking matter. Mancer's in it. That's like, oh, it's going to be, it's going to pop off no matter what. That's right. It's going to be a hot day in July in Jefferson. It's a good day for light beers and lariats. Oh, a second day for me to do drinking that weekend. <laughs> Yeah, you're going to try to recover and uh, just get drunk again the second day instead of recover. You can't get hung over if you don't stop. This is true. It's true. All right. From there, the lady in four-way action. We've got Katie Arquette, Becca, Giggy Heim, Jacqueline Navarro. I'm not a big fan of the Moni Perkin matches, but this one was really fucking good. Yeah, this was fun. I enjoyed it a lot. Ziggy was taking a lot of the hardcore elements throughout to start. Um Becca used a crutch and did a Muda lock with the crutch, which was fucking sweet. That was sweet. I would love to see more of Becca over here. Yeah, she was very impressive. Um, she also home run swung a chair at Katie Arquette's face and fucking split Katie Arquette open wide. Oh, that was so nasty. I love it. Was, it. it was pretty yeah. gross. It was pretty gross. And then uh, James, if you want to learn how to swing a baseball bat, watch that. Oh, I had to. I'm sorry. Uh, so, so yeah, that happened. And then uh, she came back in the ring. Some other stuff happened. Jocelyn was going to get the pin. Ziggy threw her out and stole the win. And in the post-match, uh, Jocelyn attacked Ziggy. And it looks like we're going to see them two face off at Apso. And uh, Joss turned heel. It was, this was this was really well done. As if- it's gonna be fun to see Jocelyn do something new too. Well, she said she really wanted to, to play a heel, and so it looks like she's finally getting to do that. Uh, unfortunately, it's at the expense of Ziggy. So now yeah, we're gonna... that, that leads to a weird dynamic because now we, we assume Giggy's the baby fake, but she's still with Derek, who's definitely a heel. Well, see, here's the thing: when they hang out together, Derek just brings out this antagonistic force in her. Yeah, that's he, why he when t- she comes out for her matches, she's all like, she's ha- she's happy, she's rah rah. But like with Derek, she's in goblin mode. Out. Yeah, she's like goes into goblin mode with with Derek in the production. So, you know, I actually kind of dig that. Like, it's just they bring something out of each other, and that's the like kind of the deal. So from there, we had Brian Carson taking on Shaw Mason. I I know that Brian Carson's like attached to PB Smooth right now, and that's why this match happened. But but why? Oh. This could have been a main event at uh, the bowling alley. Uh, it could have been a main event anywhere in the world, but it was uh, just on the uh, main card here at AIW. Fucking hate you. This match was all right. I mean, 
Shaw Macon, Shaw Macon loves the business, brother. Shaw Mason's really good, and that's all I'll say about this match. Yeah, and yeah, and Brian Carson was busted open. I think people bled just about every match on this show. Tom, give credit to Tom Dunn, Eagle School. He didn't wear the rubber glove when coming up busted open. He yeah, yeah, he he went in there barehanded. He didn't care. But we had PB Smooth interfering. Dominic Garini coming out, fighting him to the back. Shaw Macon gets the pin with a cradle, and then PB Smooth comes back out. We assume he beats up Dom in the back. We have Dom come back out, kind of stumbling. Holding his head, yeah. And then during the whole thing, Devon Dudley comes out. They clear smooth out of the ring. They go to get up the table. <laughs> Devon was great in this entire thing. If you if you if you don't even want to watch any of the magic on the show, go back and watch this post match with Devon Dudley. But he is great. Speaking on Devon, speaking of Devon, what percentage chance do you think he knew who Dom and Shaw were? Because he was very vague when referring to them. What what what, what how exactly did he did he word it the young talent right here? The up and comers, I believe, was the term he used, which fits for Shaw. But it's really funny thinking that Dom's the, the head trainer at the school. Yeah, but but they come out, Shaw Macon tell Devon get the table. Devon go, Hall of Fame bitch, you get the table. And then poor Brian Carkin, this table did not want to break for him. They try to put okay. him through th- so <laughs> go they ahead, do, Marky, you're dying to go. You're dying to go, Marky. Go ahead. They do like what? They do the 3D. It doesn't break. Do they do one more thing before? I'm trying they to did, remember. It was another 3D, I believe. I think. Believe no, it was like a power do. bomb, and he just yeah, like okay, hit the table. Right. Yeah, doesn't break. So they set him up. Shaw, go, I believe it was Shaw, goes off to do a splash through the table. So part of the table broke. Brian Carson goes all the way through the table, and there's just this perfect, like almost Wile E. Coyote style, like imprint through the table the yeah. best part about that he, he, the, D- the Devon referred to them as uh these great performers so uh i i dubbed them great performer number one and great performer number two i think he did all he called them that but i think he did also call them up and comers probably that's part about the table bump though and when, if, when the table finally break you got that wily coyote hole all you hear brian Carkin's feet sticking out of the hole <laughs> great freaking visual now that, that that that's great on its own. Wayne Palmer found me intermission and go. How did I wonder how they rigged the table to break that way? I don't think they rigged it, Wayne. You could not have had it break like that if you tried. They'll never you'll do it again in a million years. And then some kid got the table piece. Yep, and Devon signed it for him, and Dom signed it, and Shaw signed it. <laughs> yeah, this is what he called the performers. These performers are going to sign it for you too. These great performers. I mean, he's not. So wrong. it looks. So it looks like uh, no, he's not. Uh, so, but it looks like we're going to see. Shaw and Dom against PB and Brian Carson at Absolution. So another match set up for Absolution. What's next, Jayhawk? From there, we've got the AIW Tag Team Championship. Money Shot defending against the Bitcoin boy with the Duke. We all speculated before the match that the Duke was going to turn on the Bitcoin boy, and we were sort of right. We were not ready for this, I think. I know I wasn't. I I don't think anybody called exactly what we had here. No. Match match was really good. Everybody everybody did a great job. They did a spot where Eric Taylor kind of went for a leapfrog and when he landed, he favored the ankle. And dude kind of briefly checked on him and then went back to the corner. And we're all like, well, they were the turn coming right there. Gonna do the whole what do you do with a horn with a broken leg deal. Mikey also hit a really pretty double jump moonsault onto a chair on one of the, the cum boys. So it was pretty good. And then yeah, the the finish came and uh Eric Taylor. Turning on Mikey. Eric Taylor turns on Mikey. Money shot having at least acting like they had no clue what was going on. They hit the bike power driver. They get the win. They keep the belt. Then Duke 
give Eric Taylor a hug, celebrate with everybody. We get a great promo from Eric Taylor and from the Duke. Fantastic. And from the Duke. Eric Taylor, especially though, like that, that promo was fantastic. And now it's Eric Taylor and the Come Boys and the Duke. So. And I'm going to assume Eric Taylor and Mikey Montgomery coming up at Absolution. Definitely feels that uh, that way, especially after the promo. They called Mikey a fan, threw him out into the crowd, said that he uh, didn't want to take being a wrestler serious, yada, yada. Pretty good stuff. Uh, You'd rather, rather hang out with a girlfriend playing video games than train. And then they beat him up pretty good uh, to the point where they had to stretcher him out. So Ziggy even ran out at the end when he was uh, prone on the middle of the ring. Yes. And while people were heckling and, you know, I should have told everybody to go to intermission, but they didn't. So we were sitting there for like 10 minutes watching that happen. So intermission was cut super short. Uh, And at intermission, I will complain again about Temple Live and how there should be no point in time where there is a line down the fucking hall to get drinks and food when two 70 year old men can take care of the entire 500 plus person building at Akron. So uh, get your shit together. Temple live Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. They had that big concussion area and they had like, they actually had two and two uh, registered to open at intermission. They only had one before the show. Ridiculous. Oh, they really, they're really stepping it up. How about, how about security trying to hawk their, uh, their micro wrestling uh, thing to us and just, just giving out tickets because <laughs> they did them at intermission and then they were trying to pass them off to us as we were leaving. As we were too. leaving. It's like brother that midget wrestling and AIW are not the same thing. Not even the same fucking ballpark, not even anywhere close. Nobody's going to come to that after seeing AIW. Sorry. You guys don't understand. You just proved your point again, that you don't fucking understand what AIW is. And that's how brothers got canceled. No. <sighs> said the m word it's because it's said it on the fucking tickets well they should also be canceled <laughs> that's why no one went they're trying they're yeah. canceled. i've never i've never heard one call them a little person i'm just throwing that out there and we came back from intermission and we've got moreno tenaglia accompanied by philly calling kind of neck break <laughs> which is fucking great it was so with an unlit cigarette yeah dangling out his mouth Taking God on damn the it, number Philly, one. I love you. <laughs> He's the best. Taking on the number one contender to the absolute championship at Absolution, I hear Broner. Shout out, little Italy boys. This was fun. I, I still think my favorite one of the, of, of the thing is Philly mining going bit like a ring cut, and Broner's just taking a candlestick and jabbing him in the neck with it. Yeah, just poking him real quick, and, and Philly selling it, going ow, 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 and holding his neck after. It was good stuff. Uh, this may actually have been. Uh, my favorite match of the night, just because the story that they told uh, was fun and it's building towards uh, pretty much the, I guess, probably second to third longest story that we've had in AIW uh, for the absolute title heading into absolution. So I enjoyed what they did. Uh, obviously, Broner, uh, more powerful going up against Marino. Uh, Broner just kind of beating the shit out of him to start to like blocking every weapon that Marino tries to use against him. Eventually Marino gets the upper hand. Uh, and then, you know, Broner has to fight from underneath to come back and get the win. And uh, the, the ending was pretty good too. Uh, what are we officially calling Broner screwdriver now? My- uh, I called it the Brony ride. Cause I thought that was funny. Um, <laughs> I don't know what he's going to call it. I'm, I, I don't know. 
think, I, I think you called it the fun driver before you came up with brony rides yeah because it was else. the entrance music and then i was thinking about it i'm like ah, i think it's cooler if it's like the brony ride because uh of the podcast episode from a couple weeks ago <laughs> Well, I have to wait for him to drop the shirt, and then it's like a collaborative thing, right? Well, I'm I'm probably gonna have to get that drawn up pretty soon. So, but it was I can get Broner with the win with the screwdriver. I don't have the time for it. I forgot to put my watch back on the stopwatch. Go, so I kind of looked down and just had the actual time it was. Went, well, oh, well okay. Philly threw in the towel. <laughs> well, he tried to throw in the towel, and Broner <sighs> kept throwing it back and going, "No, he's not the magic and ending that way." Yeah, and then he hit him with that screwdriver. I thought he was going to hit that lariat, but he hit him with the screwdriver. So, which is gross. Yeah, yep. which I like. I mean, he got he's not one dimensional. He got a couple of different things he can finish Cardona off with. It also means that now Marino and and Philly are both going to be in neck braces at Absolution. <laughs> but that doesn't necessarily mean they're not going to get involved. Now here. <laughs> Now, the question I'm going to have for that, and this may be nothing anyway, um, I, my assumption was that we were going to have Jockman come out and kind of counteract Duff Lander at Absolution, even though they're not really together, part of AIW, everybody know they're together. And so is that still going to happen, or does Jockman stay out of it because she could be a heel now? I don't know. And again, and again, I mean, they've, they've done, done anything in the actual show to lean in that direction, so that, uh, if you know what's going on, it, it just needs to be where they would go with it. Looks like that kept me out of the really good collagen. All right, go from there. We have the four-way tag team match to infinity and beyond, Balking Keegan, member only, and the team of Jake Oliver and Paul London. Paul London come out and dug his Thunderball intro, intro again. I was hoping he was going to do something new for us. He uh, sang to Rosie and held her hand while he was singing, which was really funny. And Rookie, to her credit, played along with it, put her hand over her chest. And then where I end up having the conversation about how old Paul London is, but everybody seemed to think he can at 50. I'm like, no, he's 43. Paul London is younger than I am, which scared me a little bit, if I'm Specifically, being honest. Specifically, that's Rosie with an S, not a Z. Oh, boy. <clears throat> Rosie, if you want, I can beat him up for you. <laughs> uh, the next time she sees me, I'm sure she'll, she'll smack me. So we'll be right. Oh, yeah. Coming to the IW Guide Patreon. <laughs> Yeah, but, hey, we did we did have the wild idea of me getting chopped by different wrestlers and putting that up on the patreon so if you'd like to see that uh call in and tell us leave us some voicemails if you'd like to see butters get the shit chopped out of him by different wrestlers and then sign up for the patreon so you can actually see it yes because i will okay. only do it if we hit uh 20 patrons i will i will release a video of me getting chopped by different wrestlers go so, arthur mcarthur brought a guitar out for some reason Handed it to Paul London, who brained him over the head with it. Michelle got a great picture of that, by the way. I pretended that was Adam Van, and I really wanted to do that. <laughs> but again, I don't. Again, I'm not a big fan of the multi perk and multi team type of oh, deal. Did, but did you want to announce who all was in this match? Because you just said that two people, but you didn't announce I, all I, the teams. I get the, te- I get the team. Did he say the teams? Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. I did. Holy shit! I have Alzheimer's. Although I don't know if you mentioned Chase Oliver. You did. Because I did. Paul, okay. Okay. The team of Chase Oliver and Paul London. Exactly how I worded it. Oh, my God. I have Alzheimer's because I don't remember you saying anything. Anyway, continue. I love my thought now. <laughs> Trash juice was thrown in the no. crowd everywhere by Paul London. I wanted to I was so fucking angry. Michelle looks so fucking angry and disgusted. 
Uh, I'm sorry, but all I could do was laugh hysterically at that. I was never happier to not be ringside for a show before. <laughs> he Poland and did that at Acre, and he did that back by General Mission, where I was getting. Oh, I got it last time. So I'm glad that other people got it this time. If I would have gotten it two in a row, I would have been dead. Yeah, yeah it was really, it'd be really funny if he just walked all the way over to where you're at. <laughs> Start swinging trash. That should be an ongoing bit for every time he gets booked now. He just swings trash around you. And and yeah, Joan, I know you're not listening to the show, but that was shoot jet trash you. What did everybody think of this match? Members only rules. Uh, this is a good and- match. This was kind of another showcase for them. And then we got another setup at the end for Absolution. It was good to see uh, Two Infinity and Beyond back. Because I feel like it's been a minute since they've been around. I'm making how much better I, I how much better I like seeing them when they're not the champion every freaking show for years at a time. Yeah. Malcolm uh, Cambridge pinned Colin Delaney. Then Two Infinity and Beyond beat up members only afterwards. So I believe we're I believe we're gonna get that at Absolution, and I'm down for that. For sure, because that was supposed to happen last year and didn't uh unfortunately uh cheech was sick so this year uh we're getting that match and it's gonna be a banger well no last year was the four it was a four-way yeah but yeah cheech still yeah we had lewis linden teaming with colin last year which was weird but you do what you gotta do you know so from there we go to the semi-main event a match that a lot of people went there to even though we knew it wasn't going to be good and wound up being better than i expected honestly Kaplan taking on the Barbarian. And I'm going to say this was better than I expected, not because this was a good match, but because they kind of knew what the limitations were for the most part and kept it kept it nice and simple and went more for entertainment in the first half. Oh, yeah. Plus, yeah. like, I, I don't know. I just get I get I get hyped for Kaplan at any time. So it doesn't even fucking matter who he's wrestling. And just the spectacle of this was like enough to get me hooked. Uh, Kaplan held uh, held him for chops and Tom Dunn chopped this old man. <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah, Tom Young played the role of Tommy Young. Uh, yeah, too, I'm sorry. Th- there's a really fun story that I know Dalton has not heard about this that he needs to hear about between Tommy Young. Yeah, they were told on another podcast, though. We're not going to tell it here. We're not going to step on too many toes, but nobody cares. No. no you're, you're telling me to tell it then, basically, what you're no, saying. No, 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 no. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, so uh, this this match. While it did have some things that happened in it that I wasn't expecting, um, overall, it wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. Like, I thought I was going to just be the spectacle of, like, ridiculousness, and it was, but it wasn't It wasn't a bad match. Yeah, Barbarian looked like he was having fun out there. Like, one Kaplan started holding him for chop, and they started getting fan gun. He would, like, look at fan gun, like, do you want to chop me? And they would, like, tell Kaplan to hold him because the guy could chop him. Like, he was having fun with it. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. Uh, he did let the fans chop them, and then you were like, "High five the fan afterwards," which was uh interesting. I mean, it's the least you could do for the fans after they got trash juice on them. Yeah, true. And had to deal with Temple Live. Now I am going to say I don't know whose idea it was to have Barbarian try to superplex Kaplan, do the belly to belly off the top. I, 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 I try not to be safety police on here, but that would. Uh, but I could have Kaplan climbed the top rope. That could not going to end well. And then when Barbarian went up there, I went, this really is not going to end well. And it did not end well. And I hate being right. Because Barbarian tried to take Kaplan with the belly to belly, and he didn't get him all the way over. And he knocked him, either knocked himself out or knocked the wind out of himself. And Tom Dunn did the double 10 count and got the eight, and Kaplan woke up, and Barbarian hadn't even moved. And then Kaplan had to kind of like drag him away from the ropes to hit an elbow drop and get the pin. Because he was not moving, and he was slow to get up after. Yeah, it was uh, pretty. 
I legitimately thought we just watched an old man die. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't that bad with it, but I, I thought we, yeah, I thought he was got a lot more hurt than he wound up being. I was like, thank God he got up, he got up after. But look at that age; it could be anything. Could be your last moment, so you never know. Yeah, we're burying a sixty-four year old and was trying to do a super plank off the top rope to Kaplan, who's a big dude. Yeah, you know, you live and learn. Hey, prop him for being willing to do it, but I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would do it. I might. Well, I know I wouldn't do it, but <laughs> I wouldn't do it at my age, much less than sixty-five. I wouldn't have done it at twenty-five. I don't know. That looks like that would be fun to do once and never do it again. And then we have our main event. It is Wes Barkley and his partner of choice, which is Josh Bishop. They announced that the week before the Bowling Alley show. Taking on Derek Dillinger and his partner of choice, which they didn't announce until he came out, although everybody pretty much knew it because he was on the post or didn't have a match. Filthy Tom Lawler. So really, this was just a continuation of two feuds into one tag match, not a dream partner match, because these weren't like uh, tag partners that aren't normally, you know, in AIW. So I don't know why it was kind of called that. It's kind of silly to me, but whatever. Unless there, unless there was another plan for that and somebody you couldn't make it or whatever, but I guess. But uh, I, I think I, I like to pick your poison going into something like this where uh it could have been Derek picking Wes's poison and Wes picking Derek's poison. I think that'd have been more entertaining personally, but which would have been Derek against Josh for the millionth time and Waller against Wes probably, but we yeah. did <laughs> before the match started, we did get a good a good fake out from Ziggy coming out. Was, was it a good fake out? Because like I mean it was a fake out. I don't know if it was a good fake out. It worked. No, nobody, nobody, nobody popped for it. Nobody popped for it, even though they knew what they were. Nobody, for, nobody so. remembers Danhausen's theme except for like the hardcore of hardcore, which was like me. And I'm like, oh, Danhausen's theme. Well, I know it's not Danhausen. He's got a fucking hurt peck. It's not him. Why you gotta be a fucking spoil sport, my dude? I'm, I'm not. I'm just saying, like, I, like there was, you know, and so people didn't even know if they, if it'd be one thing if they use like his AEW theme because that's the last time he was in AEW. That's what he used. Maybe people might have bit on it a little bit more, but again, he's hurt, so it's not like it was. It was a very obvious thing. Like, no, he's hurt. It can't be him. Uh, Filthy Tom came through the crowd, and then he even did the tequila spot. So I mentioned this on our Twitter. Danhausen catches wind of it uh, and quote tweets it, uh, and it's seen by over one hundred forty thousand people uh, over the course of twenty four hours. So, fuck yeah. Uh, we have zero new listeners from that, uh, which uh, that's a new record for us. I'm, I'm very happy with that. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was a thing that happened. But yeah. Ziggy was out there at ringside, so I guess it was it was kind of a cool thing that she was at ringside too. So yeah, this match looked about 20 minutes of them doing whatever they could think of doing to each other. They fought in the crowd for a large portion of it. Tom Waller went after a fan who threw something at him. Which why the fuck would you do that to a former UFC guy who's most famous? gif that pops up on twitter constantly is of him knocking somebody the fuck out with his bare hands uh you dumb motherfuckers yeah looking at the not the smartest thing to do don't throw shit at the wrestler never 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 if if you're gonna do it don't do it to tom lawler what are you fucking stupid like you will go to sleep very easily that man is a trained mixed martial artist they're the least that's the last person I would go after if I was going to fuck with a wrestler. You dumb bastards. 
There was a guardrail involved in this for some fucking reason. There's always a guardrail when Josh Bishop wrestles. I don't understand it. Uh, but that guardrail got uh, some Josh Bishop back all over it when a sunset flip bomb happened. Uh, Jesus Christ, there was all kinds of shit. Then the guardrail got set up between two chairs. Wes Barkley hit Derek with the uh, stroke through that. I think, was it twice? Felt like it was twice. There I know he went for it twice. I'm trying to remember if he hit it both times or not. Unbreakable. No, I think he only hit it the one time, but Derek reversed and then he hit it again. Uh, fucking unbreakable glass up on the stage that Derek finally got one piece to break because holy shit. Uh, this is just ridiculous. Everybody bled except for Tom Lawler because he was supposed to have a very important match that weekend. Unfortunately, that didn't happen um, due to illness of his opponents. But uh, yeah, so this match was pretty crazy. It's also set up another match for Absolution. Uh, and I'm assuming if not, we'll, if not two. Yeah, I'm assuming we'll see Tom and Josh continue their best of seven. I'm guessing is what we're getting out of this now at this point. Uh, so, yeah. If they're going to do the spin the wheel gimmick again, can they at least make the whip the spin legit the time and not just keep spinning until they get what they want? If they if they do I'm spin saying, the wheel at Absolution, there has to be multiple cock cutter matches put on it. That's that's oh, the gee. only way it can happen. Here's I'm at with that wheel with we when we call it Wheelgate now. It was kind of like so you know that episode of Simpsons where Sideshow Bob comes back and tries to kill Bart, so they have to relocate, and then there's that scene where he just steps on the rakes a bunch. And there's this long middle part where it's really not funny. And then the last one's really fucking funny. That's how I feel about the wheel now. Or if they just keep doing it, it's gotten to the point where it's not funny, but then it'll get funny again. Yeah, exactly. It's like that comic trope. Yeah, I got you. That that, that works. Yeah. I lean more into it. Let's next show. Let's get 10 spins. Kind of like when you hear the song 500 miles, like 50 times in a loop by the 10th to 12th time you're kicking by the 45th or 50th. You're like, you're jamming to it again. again, Yes. So I think that they should have multiple wheels at the next one. There should be three <laughs> wheels with three different things, three stipulations rolled into one match. That's what I'm thinking. Or maybe even two. Let's go to two first. And then maybe at hell on earth, we can go to three. Got to build it. it up, baby. You know, three, 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 let's stage, do it. three stages of hell, three different wheels. One yes. first wheel, first wheel for the first fall, second wheel for the second fall, and the third wheel for the third fall. Yes. It'll be about 35 spins between all of them. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Let's do it. The show's going to go seven hours, but it could be three hours of spinning a wheel. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Hey, they're, they're making movies. I guess we can make a TV show out of it, right? Since they're always making movies. We do get, we do get, uh, West pinning Derek. Yeah, to cut up their match at Absolution. Derek attacked after the match. And then, of course, we get the big rah rah promo at the end. Overall, thumbs up for me. Thumbs up. Uh, it's a big thumbs up for me. Ha <laughs> ha See, I almost tricked you. All right. Uh, well, we got some voicemails. So should we do voicemails real quick? Because I think uh, the guy who didn't show up this uh, this episode called in. Oh, that was Michael. How kind. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. So, first up is the other JB. Hey there, Indie Wrestling Guide. It's me, the other JB. Uh, so, um, y'all are reviewing Bow Down this week. Uh, it was a really fun time being there. Those uh, That table was definitely the way to go. Uh, definitely made for a much more enjoyable experience, although chairs aren't the most comfortable. But, 
you know, for venue, um, elevated chairs like that. It's kind of what you can expect. Alrighty. So, um, a little of a topic about, um, the show. Um, it's, it's getting to be the summer. It's getting hot outside. I was wondering what some of y'all's favorite, um, drinks that you have um what do you like to drink um when you're you know out if you're outside much during the summer uh what's that um drink that you like to keep cool and it doesn't have to be alcoholic uh, if you don't want it to be um i really like a good um paloma that's really nice very easy um uh to make and it's not too heavy and it's got a nice you know little um assortment of flavors but nothing too strong and overwhelming so i was wondering what y'all have favorite summertime drink is the question uh i will go with uh body armor light peach mango as it keeps me hydrated so i do not uh cramp up and get sick and it tastes really good i'm strictly a water girl at this point water dog don't leave me hot in the hot car it'll be bad time but, you know, always going to enjoy a nice little White Claw, so Black Cherry. Uh, it's really going to depend on the situation of where I'm at and, and some other factors as well. Like when I was at the game with my son yesterday, I was mostly Pepsi, but with heavy ice, try to keep at least some kind of water intake going rather than just the plain water. Uh, if I'm at a cookout or if I go to a baseball game and I know I'm not driving, I will definitely have a, have a couple of beer or a cocktail in some description. Like a cocktail, usually a rum and coke. It kind of just kind of depends on the situation. Hopefully, I can make Wrestle Razor this year and just get fucked up. Oh yeah, I'm so excited for Wrestle Razor. <laughs> All right, uh, and our final call because apparently Stan doesn't call when Josh isn't here. That's that's weird. That that's concerning. I'm starting to think maybe Josh is Stan. Have you ever seen the two of them together in the gameplay? No, I've not. Despite- Despite him claiming that they were at a show together, there's yes. no picture, so it's a little yeah. weird. It's a little yeah. sus. Yeah, uh, it's 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 our uh, it's our buddy Jay Gold, the indie wrestling guide, Mars Jayhawk, Grumpy Butters. It's your pal Jay Gold missing the season finale. Um, I wish I was could be on today, but I, right now I'm in the sweetest place on earth. That's correct, Hershey Park for three days. Um, I'll be eating some chocolate and thinking of all of you. Um, let's, uh, let's get into the review from Bow Down, um, which I thought was one of AE, AIW's, uh, um, best as far as classic AIW shows go. Um, the venue was rocking. Uh, you know, I think I read they said they put 500 people in there. Um, amazing, amazing. All the matches I thought were super fun, lots of blood. The Dom, uh, uh, answer match was outstanding. The women's four way, again, outstanding. Um, and the main event was uh, something. That glass didn't want to break. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was a great buildup for Absolution. Um, I'm looking forward to Absolution. I can't wait till we get uh, more talent on our show. I think we've come a long way. Uh, you know, season finale, we've been doing great. And um, I think we just need to keep our momentum, keep our positivity, and you guys rule. Uh, it's been a pleasure being a co-host with you. So let's uh, let's rock this into the new year, uh, new season. Get our stickers done. Wear our faces on your body, everyone. And I'll see you at Abso uh, in two weeks. Everyone, be well and uh, make sure you all do a great job today. Talk to you soon. Bye bye. All right. So yeah, uh, stickers are done. Uh, I have them. Well, they're not in my possession, but they're in my stepmom's possession. 
because they're dropped off at my uh, dad's old house. So uh, I got to go pick those up sometime this week. And then I might actually do an, a second printing with them and do a, a, the season seven colors that teal since I like that color a lot. So tried we tried doing shirts uh, everywhere we went for shirts was very, very pricey. Uh, Jay Gold's still looking into it. Um, I might hit up Angry Lemonade who did our stickers and see what uh, we could do for some shirts. I don't know. Till then, you can get them on a Brain Buster Tease. I guess we should do plugs and get out of here. You can find me on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, OnlyFans, and now Blue Sky at E-Girl Femboy, boy spelled B-O-I. Listen to my other podcast, X-Over. We are coming to a close with Street Fighter Month. We just I just dropped our episode for the review of Street Fighter Alpha Generations. What a piece of dog shit. This upcoming Wednesday, if you're listening to this the day it drops, our own Charlie Brothers will be guesting as we review Street Fighter the movie. Very excited for that. For everyone listening, it'll be the greatest day of their lives. But for us, it'll just be a Wednesday. Correct. And also still have my GoFundMe going. I just had my second appointment for laser and I am one broke bitch. I could use all the help you get is posted on the top of my Twitter. Look, even if you can just share it around, like every little bit helps. And I've, like I've said over and over, I've appreciated so much help I've gotten from so many people in our, our lovely little community here. Um, so yeah, check those out. And that's everywhere you can find me. You can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok at Ref Jayhawk, Instagram at Jayhawk1539. Uh, actually, all I got going on for a little while. So. Uh, you can follow me at Charlie underscore Butters on Twitter and on Instagram. I don't have anything else really going on. Uh, I've been updating stuff on our Patreon and available right now on our Patreon is an interview with the writer of a very awesome book that you can get sent to you for $30 autographed by the author. And that book is Quest for the Dragon Star an oral history of WMAC masters. And that person is Christopher Landis. He was on with us uh, over the weekend. We had a nice 45 minute conversation with him talking about the book, talking about his future book, uh, which it's about Lucha underground and other books that uh, might be coming out by him in the future. Uh, lots of very cool, very interesting uh, wrestling related stuff uh, discussed in that. So go check that out on our patreon patreon.com slash iw guide um and i guess i will do the friends of the show and stuff since jay gold ain't here and i used to do it all the time so let me bust this out check out uh please rate review and subscribe wherever you listen to us and don't forget about our merch store over at brainbustertees.com where our faces on your body podcast uh twitter is iw guide one and our uh, Instagram is IWGuide. Follow us on there. Check out our podcast friends at Odds with Wrestling, the super fantastic podcast. The card is going to change. The A Show, Wrestling Cheers, X Over, If You Catch My Grift, and Hiya Bussy, a wrestling adjacent podcast. Check out our other friends, the official graphic designer of IWGuide, JCP Designs. He just rocked a sweet new Ziggy design that she hasn't revealed yet. So keep your eye on her twitter for when she reveals that it's fucking sweet uh time capsule toys toy hio next toy hio is in october rubber city toys big starks brand set tap photo and smoking jay's barbecue the best barbecue in ohio and that's all i got what do you got jayhawk what do you got marcy 
And as the as Badoofus on Twitter once said, there's so much mental stack in Street Fighter Six with drive rush, drive impact, throw loops, command grabs, perfect parries, jump ins, empty jumps, dive kicks, reversals, invincible supers, instant overheads, and then you add Kurt Angle into the mix. Your chances of winning drastic go down. Support independent wrestling later, everyone. Later, dreams. have a good week, everybody. America got a thing for this gangster shit. They love me. Black Chuck is black scully, love the Pele Pele. I take spit over rainbow shit. I'm a fan who got that silver duck tape on my tray handle. The women in my life bring confusion to shit. So, like Nino and New Jack, I'll cancel that bitch. Look at me. This is the life I chose. Niggas around me so cold. Man, my heart gun froze. I build an empire on the load. And ox don't know I'm the weatherman. I take that cocoa leaf and make that snow. Sit back, watch it turn the door. Watch it go out the door. O after O, you know. Homie, I'm just triple beam dreaming. Niggas be scheming. I finna live the good life. The fiends are just feeling. Conceal my weapon nice to me so you can't see. The penitentiary is definitely out the question for me. I want the final things in my life. So I hustle, hustle Nigga, you get in my way while I'm trying to get mine And I buck you, fuck you I don't care who you run with or where you from Nigga, fuck you, fuck you I want to find the things in my life yeah. I don't know shit about gymnastics I somersault bricks Black talent start flying When a nigga flip I cook crack in the microwave Niggas can't fuck with me Man, my Cody's Call me Chef Boy Y'all 50 Check my logic Smokers don't like seeds And they weed shit Send me them seeds I grow them what they need They make cheap pet plants In the crib that's chronic And I'm selling them for 500 a pop God damn it I sell anything I'm a hustler I know how to grind Step on bricks Put it in water And tell you it's wine If you analyze me. What you will find is the DNA of a crook and what goes on in my mind is contagious, hypnotic, it sounds melodic. If rap was the block or spot, I'd be that potent product. Now get a load of me, flashy, far from low key, and you can locate me wherever that don't be getting money, man. I want to find the things in my life, so I hustle, hustle. Nigga, you get in my way while I'm trying to get mine, and I buck you, buck you. I don't care who you wrong with all where you from. Fuck you, fuck you I want to find the things in my life so I hustle, hustle. It's a hustler's ambition. Close your eyes, listen, see my vision. Mossberg pumping, shotgun dumping. The drama means nothing. It's part of the game. Catch me in the coupe, switching lanes, or in the jeweler, switching chains. I upgrade from 30 BS to clean BS. Rocks that I cop with proceeds from the spot. I got the energy to win. I'm full of adrenaline. Play the curve and get nauseous. Watching the spin and spin. I make plans to make it a prisoner of the state. Now I can invite your ass out to my estate. Them hollow tips bent me up, but I'm back in shape. Pour Cristal in the blender, make a protein shake. I'm like the East Coast number one Playboy B. You have to tell you he ain't got shit on me. The feds watch me, icy, they can't stop me. Racist, pointing at me, looking nigga Rachi. Hello. I want to find the things in my life. So I hustle, hustle. Nigga, you get in my way while I'm trying to get mine. And I buck you, buck you. I don't care 